everybody. Welcome to another episode of Friends Talking Nerdy. This is Tim Jowsma joining you solo today. Um, initially, um, we were going to uh, talk about the passing of the legendary Richard Donner. Um, but an event, more personal event occurred that um, I think I would rather uh, talk about right now. Um, in regards to Richard Donner, I have plenty to say about him and will do so on our next episode. Um, because the fact that he's a filmmaker, I think it would be better to, to have somebody I can bounce off of in terms of uh, have a conversation with. Because uh, the great thing about movies is that everybody experiences them in different ways, have different feelings about them, uh, and all that. So uh, me just rambling about what I like, at the end of the day, sounds a little bit dry. Uh, so um, yeah, again, we will save that for our Saturday episode. In the meantime... Let's talk about that personal event of mine. Um, I've been open about the fact that I adopted a cat in 2019, April of 2019. Um, his name was Phil. And by using the word was, I think you kind of get the idea of where I'm going here. Um, my cat, Phil, um, early this morning as we record it, um, I found him in my bathroom and he was just not responsive. He was breathing, but just, you know, a healthy cat is going to look a certain way, I guess. And Phil was not looking like that and just, uh, he heard me, he saw me and then he gave a howl and so I knew something was seriously wrong at that point. Um, I woke up the professor, and uh, from there we were able to bring him to a great uh, nonprofit vet hospital here in Portland called Dove Lewis, and um, he got rushed in uh, to triage immediately uh, where they discovered that he had fluid around his heart, and um, at this particular point, they recommended that the best thing to do was for him to have his to to end his life, uh, basically. And I had to go through with it. You know, um, when it comes to a pet, they are a part of the family, and you do got to think about. The same way you would with 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 a human family member, you do got to think about, um, you know, just you got to think about that connection, and you know, just you don't want to see a loved one go through anything unnecessary medically. I guess is what I was trying to say when I was stuttering there, um, you know, and because like the Terry Schiavo thing just makes no sense. What is the point of having a physical body that is alive and well if mentally the person is not there, you know? And so this was a situation to where it was best to uh, put him to sleep, but thankfully I was able to see him one more time. And um, he and I have been through a lot, let's put it that way. And... Uh, yeah, still a little emotion, emotional here, obviously, but um, he, he he was the right cat for me. I remember uh, Kim the Geek and I, uh, Kim the Geek actually took me to the Oregon Humane Society to go adopt him. And my goal when I adopted the cat, uh, when I adopted him, I wanted to make sure I adopted um, an older cat um, because for me, I don't think everybody needs a kitten. 
Um, you know, if you're like a young family and you got young kids and you want to introduce them to a pet, that is an absolute perfect time to have a kitten, to have a puppy, teaches the kid responsibility and they get to grow up with the animal and learn about stewardship and all that other stuff. But if uh, you were in my situation, again, in your 40s, uh, living on your own, um, why not get an older one? You know, they, they've already, they already had their rambunctiousness. I mean, they may still be active and whatnot, but the but kittens are a lot more active than adult cats are. So, you know, a lot of times they're just going to be chill and, um, you know, they already got their personality at that point too. So just to me, I felt it was important that, you know, if I adopted, I wanted to adopt, uh, I wanted to adopt a cat that was older you know and and was not going to be the first choice of many people because sadly um for places like the humane society um for shelters that are not no kill um you know the ones that don't get adopted are the ones that are going to be put to sleep and generally the the ones that don't get adopted are going to be the older cats you know so i and i i get with older cats too there are some reasons that you may not want to adopt a particular one mostly uh, relating to medical issues uh and stuff like that because i know in uh, for example, when I went to adopt Phil, uh, there were a couple other cats that I was actually looking at first, but um, when I got there, I discovered they had uh, some medical issues that I knew um, I, I would not be able to uh, provide for in terms of taking care, whereas Phil did not have um, any type of outstanding visible issues if that makes sense because it sounds like with the heart disease thing that has to have been a build-up over many years um but yeah if you know so you want to be responsible of course um uh, you know financially but you know if you can adopt an older cat um because they're, they're it was just amazing and you know i don't know I, I guess i'm still a little little raw about it here you know just uh you know, seeing the pet that you love just just lay there in so much pain, but uh, doped up too. I mean, he had a lot of good drugs at the last time I saw him, but just absolute fear because being a cat doesn't understand he's at the vet. He just sees he's in a new place he doesn't like, he's not familiar with, all kinds of weird smells, and he's getting poked and prodded, and he's already not feeling good. And yet, when he saw me, he lit up as much as he could and um that was essentially just opening his eyes some and uh the professor uh, was kind enough to take uh, a small video of that and that was also the last time he purred for me as well so um i made a promise to him when i adopted him you know i'm off but i'll get to that promise in a second because you know in a way he chose me uh, you know i mentioned that you know when i did finally choose him uh, it was between him and another cat and they have a waiting room in the oregon humane society uh that is kind of like a, a room that they will bring the, the animal in to, to see f f for the potential adopter uh to see the animal's temperament and all that and you know when they brought phil in um the room had some windows and you know he was on the ground and um I had kneeled down uh, next to him, but, you know, he looked at me and with his paw tapped me on my leg and then looked up at the window and... I, you know the skeptic in me says that that is very much a coincidence the animal lover in me is is me thinking that this cat is saying pick me up 
so I can look out the window. I did. He looked out the window. He started purring right away, and I, I knew it was him. I didn't even look at the other cat. But, you know, I made the promise that when I adopted him that I was going to try to give him as comfortable a life as I could. And I think I succeeded, you know. Um, I, I, I wish his last few days weren't as painful as uh, they ended up being because, you know, hindsight being twenty twenty, you know, I... I you know his his physical activity has kind of drained down the had kind of drained down the past couple of weeks you know um but that was it and another thing last night that i noticed with hindsight being 2020 um you know i for the past couple of weeks i had been paranoid that i was saying it too much but i was worried that something was wrong and i was talking about phil passing away a lot and then this happened here um you know people that believe in the you know spirits and all that stuff may say something i just think that when you have a connection with another being um whether it's with a pet or another human human being uh, you know with an intense you know close relationship or something like that you know you do get a sense of when things are not going well and um i i think um i picked up on that now you know finding out what i found out yesterday um even if i did take him to the vet six months ago the results probably still would have been the same no matter what um you know so is what it is he was 14 when he passed away so that is one hell of a long life you know um you know like richard donner passing away it is sad when someone that you love passes away but on the other side if they were able to have themselves a nice long happy life um, at least happy at, at some points, you know, and, you know, for Phil, I tried my absolute best to make sure he was happy and I'm watching a screenshot, uh, looking at a screenshot right now. I took of, uh, the first video I took of Phil playing and is the way his eyes are open the eyes are dilated and all that stuff. And the way his mouth is open, trying to catch, uh, the feather toy, um, you know, just, he was so excited. He's so excited. And he, he was such a good cat. Um, yeah. Just if you, you know, for as bad as I feel now, if someone asked me would I adopt an older cat again, I would say in a fucking heartbeat. Because, again, for the promise I gave Phil, you know, I was able to make sure the end of his life was, he was surrounded by, by people that loved him. And he wasn't, it wasn't just some sterile, um, he, like animal shelter, um, you know, examination room to where the doctor, you know, would, you know, euthanize them. Um, I'm sure the doctor would, the veterinarian, uh, would still try and offer some care and support and all that stuff. But, you know, if you get a chance, adopt an older animal, adopt an older cat, a dog or whatever, and just give them some love because you know a lot of this a lot of those animals that you see in in the shelters they've had a hard life to get there that's the thing about phil um when i adopted them they told me that phil was from the state of mississippi not mississippi street here in portland oregon the state of mississippi so you know he's a southern gentleman and you know the first thing i thought of was like if there was a movie and it's like the post credit scene and it's Phil showing up in kitty heaven, you know, he would be the Southern gentleman like, my, my, where is my mint julep? I'm going to my plantation with some fine, fine felines, you know, 
<laughs> you know, or something silly like that, you know, just, uh, you know, he, 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 he was a good cat, he was a good cat, and I think we'll leave that here, you know, so, for as, as much as I am sad right now, I am glad that he chose me to be a part of his life, and I'm glad that the remaining parts of it, the remaining years of his life were happy. Because he was a good cat. So, yeah, we'll wrap it up here. Thank you all for listening. Thank you for hearing me ramble and blubber on. And, um, yeah, stay tuned to this podcast based as usual on Wednesdays and Saturdays. We will have new content for you in some way, shape, or form. So, once again, thank you all for listening. Bye. Subscribe to Friends Talking Nerdy on iTunes, the Google Play Music Store, as well as Spotify. Remember to support Friends Talking Nerdy on Patreon. Goodbye, darling.